Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Buster Boys, episode 60. My name is Brett Jagger, along with the stupendous Beaumont Rand. Oh, man. Stupendous. What what a word of the week. Have I ever told you the story about stupendous? No, no, please do. So in New Albany, there's this White Castle in New Albany on State Street. Mm -hmm. And um, my cousin driven driven past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, my cousin Dusty was living in New Albany off of State Street. Um, back when I was in college, when I was like 19. And so like, you know, we go down there one night, like we were partying and stuff and um, we go get food and we sit in there and we eat and there's this really drunk guy in there, you know, like pretty classic, like White Castle stuff. And uh, <laughs> he's just keeps on talking about this restaurant called the South Side Inn. And he like came up to talk to us. He was like drunk enough. Like, I think we were the only other people in there. So like he naturally like veered into our orbit. And uh, we just kept talking to us about how great the South Side Inn was. So we had to go to that. And like half of us were like not 21. So we couldn't really go. But we, you know, (laughs) entertained the guy. And so his friends just start like, hey, buddy, we got to go. We got to leave. And they start, you know, kind of, you know, dragging him out. And then we were like, have a good night. Or no, I think we said, be careful. And he goes, stupendous. And that was the last thing we heard before he left. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah, it was a stupendous weekend in New Albany, home of Houndmouth. And I think they've actually mentioned the Southside Inn in a song, not one that's on like any of their albums, but it was like a COVID EP they dropped last year. I'm pretty sure there is one. I'll have to check on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that would definitely check out. I mean, it's a new, probably a new Albany thing. So cool. Well, Um, I have to mention to it next time we see them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey. Let's, I guess, just get right into the stupendousness that was WrestleMania 38. But I guess we'll preface uh, Saturday. Uh, We had ourselves a nice little day. Uh, We did. We started at the uh, FC Cincinnati versus CF Varela Montreal (laughs) um, Major League Soccer tilt at TQL Stadium. Um, Very exciting ball game. It was a lot of offense. Yeah, we took the four to three L, um, but uh, in the 90th minute, (laughs) the goal in the 90th minute, like after after tying the game on a penalty kick, 
Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. I forgot it was the it was like right before it was the yeah. right before or right as I, I mean, time. I mean, I mean, either the 89th or, or the 90th. Yeah, like it was, I think it was, it was right, right before stoppage yeah. time. But yeah, yeah, tied it on a penalty three to three with what in like the 74th, 5th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic FC Cincinnati stinky defense. We've been terrible since joining the MLS. But hey, it's a ton of fun to go to games. Oh, and yeah. we, sure, we sure picked a good one to go to. We did. Like there were tons of kids acting up and stomping and I, I was right in the seat next to the stairs and they were all these kids just wandering around with this dazed look in their eye like what was, like humping like humping the guardrail oh no he, he kept taking like he was wearing he had long johns or like athletic you know uh, long yeah. pants and then he had like some basketball shorts over it and I remember he kept like looking over at his parents like being like yeah. I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it then yeah. he would go there and he would take the front seat of his pants and just like put it over the guard. Yeah. I couldn't tell what he was actually doing, but it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was just, kid was just acting up. Yeah, he was just, there were tons of like, like seriously, they, like they would go stomping up the steps, just staggering in a daze. Like they were drunk. <laughs> like it was funny as shit. Um, but no, that was a lot uh, of fun. Then we hit up that bar and talked to the, what was, what, what were they, were they at a batch? Were they at a, bachelor party the people it was a there was a fraternity for oh and, and, but the I, people we talked to beside us remember oh yeah i don't they just been they'd just been drinking all day and oh, okay. just got accosted by the fc cincinnati crowd and us included and we yeah. took over their table but yep. hey they were pretty cool but they uh, were cool yeah but basically we got ourselves we were a little lubed up for uh the start mm-hmm. of night one of yep. wrestlemania um but just overall thoughts i mean Shit, with how uh, dog shit the Royal Rumble was, there's no need to even sugarcoat it. It was dog shit. Um, And Elimination Chamber, I didn't watch at all, but it wasn't that great. And again, we're not here to shit on WWE, and that's not what we're going to do. WrestleMania was fucking great. Yeah, actually, here, I'll I'll put it this way. I've actually thought a lot today how I was going to put it. Um, Going into this weekend, I was excited to, like, hang out with everyone and go to the game and, like, Honestly, WrestleMania was not number one on my list. I was like, man, this could be like pretty like boring and frustrating and lame. And like our attention is going to be diverted from it. The final four games were occurring. You know, I was yep. obviously interested in watching Duke Carolina. Which we had on a secondary TV, a much smaller TV, but yes. it had its presence. But, but, but this is the best wrestling thing I've watched all year. Wow. Have, th- th- this, is, this is the most fun I've had. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was the environment. Maybe it wasn't. Counting AEW, yeah, this is the most I've enjoyed watching. You know, like this is the most, like this left the strongest impression on me. Oh, I was know? gonna say about Revolution. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't make it through the event. <laughs> I did. Well, I but 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 after watching it through, you know, like this was just kind of I don't know, like it, it was more. It's entertainment. Like what I gathered a lot from this show is how different of a product just in general yeah. wwe is well, from AEW. Well, and to me this was the best version of itself you know it, agree it, it, agree it, it, it showed its best side and uh yeah like you know it, it definitely tapped into nostalgia with the stone cold and vince stuff you know that was a no big doubt. thing and i think if they brought out the rock like like everyone was thinking that would have been like a little overkill you sure. know because like you know like that would have been too much of like the the halcyon days you know, but like, that's like, like, kind of like a big criticism of WWE is that they do rely on that too much. That, yeah. you know, the part timers, whether it be Lesnar, even though he's been kind of full time, you know, always trotting Goldberg back out, Undertaker, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this was, like you said, the best version of it and executed 
I, yeah. I don't want to say to well, perfection, but yeah. pretty dang close. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is the most fun, like since we started the show that I've ever had by far that I've had watching WWE. Yeah. Like, you know, this was the most entertained, like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I thought- think environment on Saturday, definitely playing a little bit into it. However, I'm not going to like. Even these Sunday, two, though. These were two. Yeah, even last night, yeah, we were yeah, all kind of hungover the, the, and the, tired. The, the and... two biggest matches that stick out to me are Sunday matches, and that's Knoxville, oh. um, Sami Zayn, and okay. then the McAfee. You know, yeah, those are the two. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I would say, and those are definitely the two more catered to casual fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they but, were uh, both incredibly but, entertaining, but, and they but, both, yeah. I would oh, say, yeah. over-delivered. Yeah, and, and for what I am, you know, like AEW has been much like – more like easy to like get into and grasp as a casual fan but this is the first time wwe you know at least to me seemed like fun and the, and, and there was levity and it wasn't just yeah. this you know boring thing with 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 boring stories that just go on and on and on and that i just don't care about like i was i was you know pretty like like i remember like going into this thing and i was like i don't want to know anything that's going on so i could yeah. just kind of like make fun of it and criticize it in my head and like yeah. the opposite happened and uh, yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm very impressed. And yeah, like this is definitely um, the most, you know, entertained, I guess I've been all year. Uh, yeah. And I can't disagree. And again, it is world wrestling entertainment and they hit a home run. Um, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it, it wasn't without its weaker oh, sure. moments, yeah. but there were, I was thinking about it compared to last year, oh. which I think last year's WrestleMania was still pretty solid, given mm. that it was like the first with fa- like 20 or 36, yeah. they had no fans and that was a tough one, yeah. but coming out of it, like it was still good. It well, had well, a lot last of year they had like Hulk Hogan, like they're being annoying, like he was the host yeah. and stuff and they had yeah. none of that shit this year. You know, it was just kind of like one thing after, you know, like they kind of just relied on, the card to carry it versus all this other, you know, stuff. Well, and just think of how horrible the beginning of night two was last year with the fiend in school, Randy Orton, like an Alexa bliss. And it was like, we're 30 something minutes into the show. Mm-hmm. And that's like still go- It was just dog shit. Like everything yeah. just felt just better this time. Yeah, yeah. And again, my expectations were so low just mm-hmm. based on, the WWE product that I personally had watched this year, which wasn't much, yeah. uh, but I, you know, and I follow enough from afar and read shit and watch videos, but like, and you know, on paper, it looked solid and like edge versus styles was by far the match. I was looking forward to the most. And that, it was, and, and that was that the longest was, match of the, um, I think it was, it was like 24 was minutes and it was, yeah. Very good, not great. I really enjoyed it. Um, but my two favorites uh, were definitely Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, that was good. And then Cody versus Seth Rollins. And those, we'll those, get into those we'll are get the two highlights of, of the first night for sure. Yeah, you know? but but yeah, those two you mentioned on the second night, like Knoxville Zane was way better than I. Like I I thought they would both be fun and solid, but like they actually had a pretty damn good fun match that like made sense given the scope of what it was. And mm-hmm. it went like 14 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And no, then I, obviously getting Vince involved which <laughs> we'll talk the about worst, the worst stunner sell of all time following maybe the best one of Austin Theory after he jumped out of the fucking arena yeah, he uh, flopped like a fish you know yeah after stone cold whooped him whoop uh but shall we uh do we want to run through it yeah let's start from the let's start from the beginning 
night one country music brantley gilbert <laughs> oh yeah no 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 no, no. And, and like we were like full on making fun of wwe at this point you know like we we we, we ate our words and they tasted good you know well and if you've listened to our show before when we were employed by wwe first off it would felt good not to be under their employ this year so maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. that was part of it we didn't have vince in our ear and bruce in the star trek five of podcasts and all that <laughs> goony shit yeah, uh, yeah where was i even going with that why did um, i cut myself off no, oh yeah yeah no it, like it felt good to, to to you know watch it without that uh, um extent of pressure yeah i was saying something else before that but oh the country music thing is that we had likened vince and wwe to country music just based on one episode we did and it just kind of became a theme so if you're new to the programming, uh, that we were dying laughing that it was a country singer because we're like, yep, this just makes perfect sense here. Uh, but yes, they did make us eat our words. Then, of course, uh, there was that video narrated by Mocky Mock that was good. Oh, yeah. It's all, stupend- it's all stupendous. And then we had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, of course. And I'll tell you what, the energy was high um yeah right out of the gate as i'm gonna pull up my uh thing here where i can get all the matches but uh we open up with uh because you guys i don't think you guys had ever seen rick boobs well you know he was in the rumble you had we kept calling him rick Rick boobs rick boobs (laughs) yeah but rich and dan hadn't seen him before and just that entrance of him playing the guitar and nakamura coming out and doing his thing like there was a palpable energy in the building to start the show. For yeah, yeah, you know, it was a very energetic, peppy start. Yes, yes. But let me—you <laughs> got any? Didn't you have something to say about their outfits, like the orange or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. It, I, well, yeah, it was very like I don't know. I forget what what I, what exactly what I said, but it was very uh, I don't know, flamboyant, flamboyant or skin colored or something like that. <laughs> So, uh, in the opening match, the Usos defeated Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura in six minutes, 55 seconds to retain the SmackDown championships. And it was unfortunate, uh, cause obviously this match ended early due to Rick Boogs, uh, knee injury, uh, when he picked both guys, he got the hot tag, picked both yeah. guys up and his knee just collapsed. Um, yeah. and that you could tell they definitely rushed the finish there. So, yeah. Um, that was definitely a big bummer. Um, I know Michael Cole had announced later on what his injury was, and it's something like something with the patella and something bad. But, yeah. you know, shout out to Rick Boogs, who, if you remember, was one of the most entertaining parts of the Royal Rumble. When yeah. we were like, if Rick Boogs is one of the best things in the Rumble, you got problems. But <laughs> the guy's entertaining. I love Nakamura. Obviously, his WWE run has left a lot to be desired, but it's still cool to see him. Usos mm-hmm. are certainly very, very solid, good tag team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, not a ton to say here because the match clearly got cut short, but I liked what they were building here. Yeah, it was it was, it was was entertaining. You know, like it, it didn't – it wasn't off-putting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good way to say it. Unlike the beginning of night two last year. Um, And yeah, interestingly enough, it's not like these first two matches in any way were like home runs. But like you said, it wasn't off-putting. It wasn't off-putting. It wasn't wasn't like immediately like, oh, like it's time to like joke around with everybody, you know, versus like be like engaged with this. Yes. So match number two. 
your boy, Drew McIntyre, defeats Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss in 839. You know, the match was fine for what it was, uh, but I will say, Drew deserves so much better. He does. Like, 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 for, like whenever for we, re- I do mean that. <laughs> no, whenever he first started watching WWE, wasn't he like, well, he was like the champion was or no, or he had just, he, yeah, he, he had a long run in 2020 Orton, he and Orton then flip flopped the title drew, then got it back. And then yeah. of course the famed Miz cash in. So yeah, he hasn't had the belt since then, but yeah, he was champ for the bulk of 2020. Yeah. And yeah. And it seems like they've kind of like, even like if you think about the champs that come over after him, like Lashley, who had the the, the that fight against Omas, that was hilarious. <laughs> but um, Bum. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hold our tongue on that. We got but, some fun things to come when we get the Lashley Omas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, just one fun thing that we just couldn't stop laughing. Nice <laughs> that probably no one else out there was laughing about. But anywho, no, no, yeah, no, but uh. No, I mean, like, it, it feels like he's just been kind of kicked down the card a little bit, and it's just sort of like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I think he'd had some injuries, and yeah, he's been seemingly tied up with Corbin and Madcap Moss for a while. I think, well, Madcap eliminated Styles, maybe, from the... I remember Madcap Moss had, like, a very big elimination in the Rumble. It's like, what? Uh, but yeah, I know he's been entangled with those two. It was fun to watch... Uh, the Corbin video package beforehand because I know you guys hadn't seen all like the sad Corbin losing all his and then winning the blackjack or roulette or whatever it was and becoming happy Corbin but he had his fun oh go ahead has Drew ever fought Seamus like has there ever been like a Scotland versus Ireland kind of like rivalry yeah I think we even I don't know if we may have seen one on Raw last year when we were doing it, but they did kind of have like a mini feud and they were teamed up for a while. So yeah, they certainly have. Okay. Um, yeah, figured. But yeah, I mean, again, not too much to say here. It was under 10 minutes. It was fine. It was pretty entertaining for what it was. An interesting note that McIntyre kicked out of the end of days baron corbin's move which had never been kicked out of before so wow. that is a an interesting tidbit it was, there it was the end of the end of days you know yeah. so, so it was a beginning essentially you know i think i think you're right it is a new beginning for mm-hmm. i don't know what insert adjective here corbin i guess yeah um moderate corbin you know yeah. like content content corbin content mm-hmm. corbin <laughs> posted corbin yeah um but yeah i agree with you hopefully drew uh kind of makes his ascent up the card a little bit um i did see someone still or people on reddit or twitter or wherever still speculating that now roman reigns has beaten lesnar we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit but maybe drew ultimately will be the one to beat him because yeah. they've made this into such a big thing over what 580 days yeah or whatever yeah yeah it yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah yeah now who's it going to be because it's not going to be a part-timer you know it, yeah you know. and yeah I, like, and I, lesnar even is kind of a part-timer but like he's ended the undertaker streak before like they've given him big moments and i didn't think he was going to win last night one of my original guesses before they fucked him up was walter uh, but I don't see that happening now that he's Gunther. And I mean, clearly he's staying down in NXT, but this was before he moved over here. Right. Like, oh, he's going to be moving to the States. And I just figured maybe they'd push him up. But yeah, it's got to, I mean, Cody, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, hopefully Drew um, 
can start getting a little more involved. Not that we're going to be watching early anyway, mm-hmm. but keeping an eye, you know. I'm so that happens got, tonight. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I've got raw DVRing actually just started. It's 8 03 p.m. here in Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, I'll definitely be peeking in a little bit tonight. And yeah. I think I said it before when we talked about Cody a few weeks ago. Like, I'm intrigued and I'm certainly going to be paying more attention. And I'm very much looking forward to his promo tonight. So, Hey, Cody, you did a good job. You got my eyes on WWE a little more. And while well, we'll get there when we get there, but anything else on this one? Nah, I think we, I think nah, we covered it. Yeah, not, not too much to say here. Um, and then here, third match is our first celebrity match of the weekend. And this was another very fun, solid wrestling match in which Logan Paul and The Miz defeat Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio in 11, six, 11 minutes, 16 seconds. Before we get into the match, I do want to say, remember we were ripping on Dominic's like a USA gear and how oh, yeah, yeah. it was. So yeah. I come to learn it was Eddie Guerrero wore a very similar outfit like oh. early on in his career. His near, like sir, his near adoptive father. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. So he was honoring his near adopted father. Um, but it was cool with him with the America, Ray with the Mexico. Um, obvious, Logan Paul looked great. He had his, what, $1.5 million Pokemon card around him. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Insane. like Insane. Which it's crazy that Pokemon cards have been around for long enough. I guess they've been around for 20 years, so you know you can accumulate value like that. That's what I was wondering about. But he also yeah, had the big had, gold necklace and stuff. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, wasn't there like a pokeball of sorts on it too yeah something like that yeah i'm sure the whole necklace including the card was probably worth three million yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah insane yeah uh but logan paul looked really good you remember uh-huh. he was part of last year's wrestlemania just kind of there with Sami Zayn and a part of his yeah. shit and i think he got beat up at the end but like did nothing but here in an actual match yeah. I'm not gonna say he was quite bad bunny good, but he was pretty damn close. Um, he did a blockbuster move at one point. He did the the frog splash. He did the three amigos suplexes. He kind of had just the the subtleties, the heel subtleties down, the facial expressions. Kind of did the little things right. And I never thought I'd be puffing up Logan Paul this much, but damn, he did a good job. Yeah, I mean, it makes it. I mean, I feel like he surprises people, you know, like like in boxing and all that stuff. So it makes sense, you know, like this is just downstream from that, in my opinion. Yeah, he clearly could have some sort of a future in this if he wants it. I mean, yeah, yeah, if he wants to stop getting punched in the face, of course, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I think his here. brother's the one that's the better oh. fighter, but I think that, but they've both done it and they've both had success. Yeah, yeah they're both but like, I trained, think Jake, yeah. Jake Paul, I think, is the one who's been a little better. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those guys seemingly can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, but yeah, good for him. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is someone that I didn't realize everyone hates. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I saw his first match with Seth Rollins last year, or whenever it was, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then when we were covering SmackDown, obviously we just watched the highlights, but you didn't really get to see much. But I just didn't realize how detested he was by a lot of people. But yeah. I thought he looked pretty good in this. I mean, yeah. he was kind of active in the beginning, mm-hmm. doing some moonsaults, suicide dives, flying around, but. I thought Dominant looked good. And then, of course, I think Ray and The Miz kind of carried the bulk of the match. Sure. They were obviously great. But, uh, yeah, this was – I mean, I, this is when I think the part of the night where we're like, WrestleMania's 
pretty good right now. Again, yeah, yeah. We, we were feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this match is definitely when the tide started to turn a little bit. And it's like, well, this might be a pretty good show tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I feel like exactly it was palpable at that point. And uh, don't forget, we had the turn by The Miz. Like, interestingly enough, he, after the win, he hits Logan Paul with the skull crushing, skull crushing, skull crushing finale mm-hmm. and turns on him. So is Logan Paul a baby face? Who knows? Well, no, we'll see what happens. You know, man. What I mean, I mean are, they, are, they, are, are they both raw guys? You know, honestly, I don't I even know who's on what. I don't even know who's on what roster anymore yeah. at this point. But we'll we'll find out either tonight or Friday. I think he might be SmackDown now, but yeah, yeah. I mean, again, Logan Paul, good job, and uh, I'm sure he can keep doing this a little more if he wants. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting uh, thing to do mm-hmm. um, there at the end. But yeah. anywho, yeah. Uh, um. Stephanie McMahon came out and introduced Gable Steveson, Olympic gold medalist who they signed, two-time NCAA champion. Um, and then he comes back in night two. So we'll just kind of hold off on that. Um, then I, I'm just going through a recap on TJR Wrestling right now. Shout out to them. And then it just says, a video aired about Young Rock, which is on NBC mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. And yeah. you know what the ratings were for Ray- Young Rock, don't you? Uh, what, what was it? Four mil, five mil, five mil. Oh. Hey, Alver, hey, Alvarez, hey. <laughs> young rock, five mil. Anyway, that's just a bit of an inside joke. Yeah. Uh, with our old friend Greg Goldman. I mean, fuck. but uh, hey, then we get to what was my match of the weekend in which Bianca Belair gets her revenge and defeats Becky Lynch in 19 minutes and eight seconds to win. The Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I thought this match was awesome. I loved that right out of the gate, they even did the tease. Like, Becky went for her move, the manhandle slam, which is what she beat her in in 16 seconds at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is what it was, yeah. Yeah, so this has been building for a long, like, nine months, basically. Eight, nine, eight months, I guess. Yes, yes, Um, that part of SummerSlam was like a low. It was like a, you know. Yeah, it was because it's like Bianca had beaten whomever she had beaten. Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. And then Becky just came out and challenged her and beat her right then and there. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But the culmination, she gets it back in an awesome match. Um, But then also we had, what was it? The Texas Southern or Texas State Marching Band? Texas Texas Southern. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very cool entrance. Becky rode out on like a truck or something. So like this is when you're. Now it's like we're getting into WrestleMania spectacle stuff mm-hmm. here with the big entrances. Yeah. We noted that the ramp was very small. Oh, so was. there wasn't really a ton of stuff. Like you're not going to be driving that car down. Stone Cold drove his ATV down at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing was narrow. I mean, you know. Much thing- smaller than the ramp when I went to WrestleMania 33 in Orlando where it felt like it was about two miles long. Yeah, it was, um, it was, like, it was like driving a car down a pencil. You know, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fuck. Becky Lynch looked awesome here. I loved uh, just physically, first of all, like her her new hair after Bianca cut it. What did you say? It's got she's got some layers or something. Got some layers, some tufts of it, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you had a good way of describing her hair that we were geeking yeah, it was about. It's very feathered. Yes, feathered. That is what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. She looked great. Um, 
Bianca looked great. Uh, but yeah, this match was just awesome. Again, she got the got the victory. I thought the end was very great. Lynch went for the manhandle, or she hit her with it on the steps outside, and then pretty quickly got her back in, went for the pin, didn't get it, went for the slam again, and Bianca kicked out of it with a flip mm-hmm. and then hit her with her move, the K- KOD, the kiss of death. Um, and that was it. But just the intensity throughout, I thought they had a lot of good strikes. The crowd was so into this. Um, Bianca hit the 450 splash at one point. I remember towards the end, Becky, I think, whipped her into the corner with her mm, hair, which yeah. that's obviously always getting involved. Um, but shit, two years in a row and two awesome moments for Bianca Belair, who has just become an absolute star very mm-hmm. quickly in this yep. industry yeah wasn't Kudos she in the next didn't she start off in nxt when we were covering wwe like didn't maybe she, just pop she up might have something? still been in like kind of getting out because yeah she well she won the rumble last year but yeah she hadn't been on the main roster too long and even in nxt like she never won the nxt women's championship like i'm not gonna say she wasn't a big deal but she wasn't as a big of a deal as Sasha, Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, the four horsewomen, as they call them, and many others who've come up. But goddamn, if she hasn't taken the world by storm since she got her opportunity. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else from this match, but uh, it was great. I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Um, and yeah, I just love that the women, you know, continue like to just get these spots on WrestleMania and deliver and, you know, the WWE and NXT's women's division, definitely better than AEW. There's no question about that. Uh, but AEW has been, you know, getting, hasn't been the best recently, but they've certainly had their moments, but I would like to see more matches of this caliber with the right. women in AEW, but they clearly don't get, you know, as big of an, as many or as big of an opportunity. Yet, and but just not as big of a pool, you know, yeah. of, of people to draw from. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, kudos to these two women for going out there and killing it. Um, and then we got our Seth Rollins moment, and they certainly uh, they certainly did tease it a little bit. You know, they made us wait for Cody. It was like yeah, the yeah, lights. Yeah. yeah, if there's one criticism I have of this week, it, it was like there was a lot of waiting you know yeah like you know like 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 you know like like whenever the undertaker came out and he like walked around the stage like he was you know in a beauty pageant you know yeah yeah, yeah that was know, night two night two yeah but like a lot of you know like like a lot of that time was spent on you know just kind of waiting and waiting building and building and like you know i think the anticipation you know you know you could have cut that in half a little bit but whatever yeah i think the moment was good that there was just like that I don't know, three to four second delay. And then you heard his music go off. That mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. I mean, it was, I don't want to say surreal because it, you know, whatever, but it was pretty cool and pretty weird seeing Cody there at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I'm very happy that he got the reception he got. I mean, yeah, he was I'm- treated like a big baby face when he was getting booed on AEW. So I'm very happy for him. And uh, he had this is a great fucking match, but I know you've got some thoughts. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it was, um, I don't know. I was just kind of, I was glad for him. You know, I was glad that, uh, you know, this kind of, because, you know, like, you just wasn't going to get what he wanted in AEW. Like, there's no way I think you can just convince people just to 
change their minds. I don't think you can like whip up some sort of story that's just going to turn turn that ship around. So uh, and clearly he didn't want to go heal. Yeah, know, yeah. Because he could have done that and it would have worked. But hey, if he didn't want to do it, he didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And no, th- this seemed to work out for him. It was a big stage, and you know, he got a big win. And you know, like after seeing him just be a big like mid Carter, you know. Like, like, you know, at best TNT champion, you know, this, uh, this seemed, you know, like more befitting of him, I think. For sure. And I watched, he did an interview with Ariel Hawani, um, Sunday, I guess it was only like 22 minutes. I sent it in the text group with Tom and Chad and Diesel earlier. Uh, it was great. Like it was the first time just hearing Cody talk about it, you know, that you've seen, cause it's all just been reading and speculation. Why did he leave? Why did he leave? But he made a lot of great points, and one of those was that, you know, winning the WWE title is something my father didn't do, that my brother didn't do, and just that he was, you know, his whole thing is undesirable to undeniable. Like, when he left, he was kind of nothing, meaning, like, he was low on the card, he was stuck in this Stardust character that he hated, and not going anywhere, he went out before even AEW, made his own name on the Indies, Ring of Honor, New Japan, starts this company kills it comes back shockingly and is that huge star and gets that wrestlemania moment that he'd never like he'd been at wrestlemania's but not had a match in a moment like this um so yeah i think you're right i think he kind of belongs here like it makes sense for him to be in wwe right it just does seem like a better fit for the current cody character it totally does yeah and i think that's a great way of putting it yeah, uh, but the match was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It took a bit to get going, uh, but once they got going, I thought it was very good. I think it's my second favorite match of the weekend. Um, I loved the Dusty tribute at the end because he'd hit him with the crossroads earlier. He kicked out, um, and then towards the end, he hit him with the second, and then he did the the rolling bionic. It's called the bionic elbow. It was one yeah. of Dusty's trademark moves, so... For him to get to do that was very cool. And then I think he did like a scream up to the heavens after before hitting the third crossroads for the win. And then there was that cool spot earlier on where they did they did like the clothesline over the ropes and they both like flopped out of the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think Rollins didn't Rollins tell him welcome to the big or welcome back to the big leagues, bitch. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun line there. Um but yeah, good shit all around here. And uh, like we said, intrigued by his whatever he's going to say tonight on Raw and uh, what he's doing going forward. Because, uh, yeah, he is a star now and he deserves it. And uh, I hope for good things for Cody. And like I've said in the past, he's going to be a ready-made top heel whenever he decides to go back to AEW, which probably won't be for three plus years at this point. But got to feel like it's going to happen. Probably, yeah. I mean, he made the company, so. Yeah, and and he could finally come back as that heel after yeah. doing all this, and it would make so much more sense. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, now that you put it that way. Um, but I didn't even mention Cody Rhodes defeated Seth Rollins in 21 minutes and 33 seconds. Boom. That's a long, uh, one of the longer matches of the weekend. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. Then after this, they did the Hall of Fame. Uh, They just showed the video package kind of of all the stuff from the ceremony. I typically, even when I was like really into WWE, wouldn't really watch the Hall of Fame too much. Um, Because, you know, you see the clips that you need to see. But 
Um, I heard it was pretty good because, you know, it's a lot of guys from our childhood, Undertaker, Vader, Steiners. Um, I heard Undertaker's speech was really good. Although I saw Mick Foley's daughter was pissed off that I guess Undertaker didn't mention anything about him, which is interesting because he was like one of his biggest rivals. And, you know, that Hell in the Cell match is one of the biggest moments in WWE history. Yeah. But whatever. I'm not going to get bent out of shape about it, but that, I thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, and they trot them all out there and, you know, the lights go out and Undertaker comes out. And like you said, he gets to do it again the next day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is just always a WrestleMania tradition that they do. Um, oh, here we go. Boogs, torn quadriceps and torn patella. Ouch. For Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Not Needs great. surgery. We learn uh, that the attendance was 77,899. And then uh, we're going into Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. But this is when we decided to change the channel uh, and put the UNC Duke game on the big screen. And no regrets on that because we watched, what, probably the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And Mm -hmm. this match wasn't really that great. And again, we weren't really watching it. We did end up putting it on the side TV. And I think we came back to it for like the last couple of minutes. Right. Um, yeah. But it was just kind of, you know, pretty rote, pretty blah. Yeah. We don't really have much to say about this just because, again, we didn't really see it. And from what I've read and heard, we didn't miss too much. I've, you know, kind of read that they worked hard. You know, there was a bad ref bump in there that, I guess Charlotte had tapped, did the classic like tapped out while the ref was down scenario. And I think it was 18 minutes, 21 seconds. So kind of long little plot thing. Um, I did hear that Charlotte uh, had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction (laughs) uh, on her, uh, her uh, breasts. Um, (laughs) Yeah. There were just people talking about it. I'm like, yeah, we didn't see it. So uh yeah, that's that. Charlotte won. Uh, that's the thing. I just don't think too many people care about either Charlotte or Ronda, especially compared to the other women's title match, uh-huh. uh, which is two people that a lot of people care about. Like Charlotte, Charlotte, again, a lot of people hate her. I think she's pretty good. It just seems like she's gotten worse and that people kind of just dislike her more and more. But at least when I was watching. on, like, yeah. Yeah, she could have good match. Like she had so many good matches with Sasha, and I mean, you know, with Becky and Bailey, all of them like good work. But yeah, I think people are just over it at this point. Same old shit. She's like a thirteen-time champ at this point, and with Rousey, similar. Like she was like full time when she first came, and that was cool. But then she's been away, and I don't think people <clears throat> were like super duper into her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. Here, I need to go check out my chicken real quick. I'm oh, yeah, just going to pause ahead. it real quick. We're almost done with... <clears throat> almost done with night one, so... <clears throat> All right, then we get to the main event of night one, the Kevin Owens show with his special guest, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And before Austin gets out there, Owens doing the classic, uh, just kind of shitting on Texas. Yes. Uh, what did he say? He's like, uh, he apologized for the mean things. And then he said he was sorry about telling the God's honest truth. It's been there for a couple of days. It's worse than he remembers. Uh, but yeah, just classic heel shit. And uh, eventually Stone Cold comes out. Glass breaks. Massive pop. 
Um, you know, he's obviously been a part of WrestleMania since he's retired, but, um, you know, not obviously the match that we got, but to this extent, uh, yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, always gets an insane reaction and he's in Texas, but yeah, that was a very cool moment. And then, yeah, he drives his, uh, ATV down the ring. Um, yeah, soaking it all in. It was awesome. He gets in the ring, does, you know, gets on all the four turnbuckles. Um, and then, they start talking and I know there was a lot of what chance and asshole chance. And I don't really remember. Do you remember exactly what they were talking about? I mean, there's, I think it was just kind of, I think they were just both very upset. Like one of the guys was <laughs> like, you know, type Kevin Owens is like, well, you know, uh, Texas is, uh, you know, not a place that you really want to go. And, uh, you know, kind of blows and, uh, you know, uh, at best it's so, so, and, you know, stone cold, you know, uh, I don't think you know uh, a lot, and you know, that, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> that is exactly how it went. Yes, you are absolutely right. Yeah. And then it came down to it, and Owens uh, he walked up, and <laughs> then uh, he said, "It's basically like it's been 19 years since you've had your match. You've got bad knees, bad back, bad neck." He's like, "I challenge you to a match right here, right now, a no holds barred match." And then Austin said, I had my first match in Dallas. I could have my my last match here. And then he's like, you want me to face this sack of shit? Then give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And yeah, then uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeats Kevin Owens in 13 minutes, 55 seconds, which is a hell of a lot longer than I was expecting that. Like they had a real match. I mean, yeah, they yeah, did. it was a what people call a walk and brawl, you know, obviously like yeah, it yeah. wasn't stone cold. He did take like a couple of bumps. I remember like he uh-huh. took a suplex at some, some point, uh, but he took a couple bumps, but yeah, I just figured it would have been just like a couple minutes, if anything, yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. as this was going and then they go into the crowd and it's just like, you know, I'm getting reminders of WrestleMania 13 with him and Bret Hart as they're fighting in the crowd. And it was just like, and we were obviously feeling really good by this point in the evening. So, again, it's a little hazy without rewatching it. But I just remember just smiling ear to ear the whole time because I love Kevin Owens, too. And Stone Cold was my favorite wrestler as a kid and probably number two of all time. Um, so, yeah, this was just fucking great. Yeah, no, it was a lot of like, you know, like you said, like, like, like very like walk and stuff. And like, you know, it, 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 it did kind of, you know, like bleed it out a little bit and it did kind you know but uh i don't know like it was definitely like a good sort of like nightcap to it you know everybody was like really excited but yeah, again i think absolutely. one of one of the better parts about this was like like the palpable energy where you kind of like expected this stuff to happen and then it happened and then it followed through on it you know it, yes. it, it, it didn't just blue ball you or anything like that it just kind of you know like like it, it kind of, you know, built toward it and built the anticipation and then, you know, fulfilled it. You know, I think that was a big theme of the uh, much of the weekend, really. No doubt. That's a great way of putting it. And specifically with this, because no one knew, you know, people thought, yeah, there might be a match, but it wasn't an announced match. Obviously, it's been 19 years. Uh, so the fact that that happened and it happened for 14 minutes and was good. Awesome. And then similarly with the Cody thing. Bianca getting her title back. You're right. Just 
it set out to do something and it largely over delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it, 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 it like built the anticipation and it just didn't, you know, like cut off short, which is like, that's one thing about WWE that like, you know, like they would have like, like, did you go back to the Becky Lynch um, and uh, Bianca Belair match at SummerSlam, how it was just like, you know, they'll have these like real squashy matches to like pull the rug out from under you. And it kind of sucks, you know, yeah. and, and they didn't do any of that this time. You know, they, yeah, they, no like, be- like you no, said, they, they overachieved. Yeah. No bells and whistles really. Like they just, it's like, it all just kind of made sense, which mm. doesn't happen a ton with this company. I don't think. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. What a way to close it out. Like you said, and also he was drinking beers like during the whole match, which was yeah. tight. Like he'd grab a oh. couple and hammer oh, no, no, no. whoever that guy who was chucking the broken skull augers, like, you know, yeah, like there had to have been about 40 beers that were, you know, just, you know, opened and, and tossed aside. Uh, yeah. I there. think it, it's one of the refs because I think it's a guy who really he used to do it a lot too. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, if you remember, he Austin cheers with the ref and they were chugging them as well. Yeah. So um but yeah great stuff what a way to end night one mm-hmm. um i think it was the better of the two nights one again the match end with owen stunned austin he kicked out and then he ended up getting the stunner on him not too long after yeah. um but yeah i thought this was the better night um probably even without just us being a little more in party mode i think even taking that out i just think night one was a little stronger overall um but yeah very like i said very impressed coming out of night one and it mostly continued into night two beaumont have you started your spring cleaning yet baby oh i bet your carpets need cleaning your drapes need dusting and your lawn needs mowing is that innuendo no Spring has sprung, kind of, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the other four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB. And the start of spring also starts the marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. And Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. What a great thing. What a great thing. And uh, let me tell you, Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men, age 15 to 35, and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their aptly named We Save Balls initiative. And how do you do that? Mm. Well, Mm. uh, you can buy one of their products with which you are quite familiar uh, if you've been listening to our show. Uh, we got the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for the most precise shave on your hedges, um, the weed whacker for your nose, the crop preserver, a big favorite of ours, an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, the crop reviver, the cute little spritzer spray on toner for your balls, um, and then one of my personal favorites, what's changed my grooming routine, period, the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face. Because if you're using the lawnmower, more 4.0 on your balls and your face you're doing it wrong boys oh no i've been doing it wrong uh-oh uh-oh but it's okay it's like a jackass joke you know like that's the johnny knoxville thing you know when they open sh- glue the guy's pubes on his face oh yeah a lot more 4.0 be great for that there you go well i'm sure you're gonna be smelling oh fresh and oh so clean this spring 
you better check yourself before you rickety wreck yourself. Oh, man. And uh, just one more reminder, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at Manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Your balls will thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Go away, Micah. Um, Which... (laughs) We open with Triple H, which was cool because, again, he just retired and it was good to see him. And he'd had those health problems recently. So I don't think he'd been on TV at all lately. Right. Uh, but like you said, it was kind of like another quote unquote stall tactic, for lack of a better term. Like I remember we noted it was 815 before Triple H even said a word. Yeah. You know, that just yeah. take it into account. It, it, the was, a of, it, video. Was, it was a lot of parading and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was 8.15 before he even said a word. Um, and it was, you know, he really didn't do anything. He just said, did the old Vince, welcome to WrestleMania, which is all good and classic. But the fans got to thank him. And he did leave his boots in the ring, which is kind of the ceremonial wrestler retiring thing. Right. So no complaint, no complaints out of that. Uh, but again, yeah, it's probably 8 almost 8 30 before we even get our first match and i know that was kind of a thing last oh, year well well, 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 this, well tonight night two went longer it went to midnight essentially i thought night two went a little longer than no, night, night one was night one was longer night one was went it? over past midnight and oh, night it? two ended at like 11 45 or something okay yeah night one was a little longer um but yeah we finally get to our first match as i'm about to pull it up here la 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 and that was team rk bro of randy orton and riddle defeating the alpha academy and the street profits in 11 minutes 32 seconds cool School. I thought this was great, and this felt like a lot like like an AEW opening show. Like, yeah, high energy, very fast team. paced. Yeah, high energy, a lot of big spots, um, and yeah, just good, pretty good chemistry. With I know, again, not having watched, but I think these teams have all had various matches, kind of with each other as they're building this rivalry, and you could tell, <clears throat> like, it was just a lot of good work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ending was awesome. Riddle had jumped like from the ring to the top rope and mm-hmm. hit the RKO and one fell swoop. And then like right after that, Orton caught a flying Chad Gable for the RKO finish. Yes. Um, Montez Ford. He had that huge blockbuster. He did his fly over the, the uh, ring post in the corner. Um, <clears throat> so he's always a ton of fun to watch. And I mentioned as we were watching, he's probably a future single single star. Um our boy D'Angelo Dawkins from, or not D'Angelo, Angelo Dawkins from Cincinnati doing his thing out there. Always cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, loved, uh, you know, we were talking, Rich brought up like Orton and how like he's probably not too happy to be relegated to like tag team wrestler now. But I think he is. And you could see it out yeah, there. He was like, having he's having fun. Just, yeah, he's just having, and that's what I told him. I'm like, no, I think he's actually like having one of the best times of his career because it's, not as much pressure. He's with Riddle, who's naturally just a more fun character, so he can kind of break out of the oh, Randy well, Orton well, mold. Well, 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 and he could be like the straight guy to Riddle's, you know, kind of like yeah. more like eccentric. 
you know. Exactly. And they're both big potheads. So that that I'm sure they can bond over that. Are they? Is Randy um, Orton a big pothead? Like, really? I know when he was younger and coming up. Yes, I know. Like, because I, I don't think they test for it anymore because it's 2022 and it's mostly legal. But I know like early in his career, I think he maybe have had, had had like a suspension or two because it was it used to be like a 30 day wellness policy suspension is what they called it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there were always ways around it. But yeah, Orton, a noted pothead riddle, obviously <laughs> I mean, it, it built it into his character, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, after the match, then Gable Stevenson comes in again in his sweatpants, pops his shirt off and ends up suplexing Chad Gable after he got shushed, which was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Orton's facial expressions during all the post-match stuff was just awesome. No, he was no, just he, giving, this is hard to explain, but it was just like, oh, yeah. It, it was just fun. I mean, you, you saw it. Everyone saw it. it was, he yeah. just, he's having a good time out there. Yeah, no, he totally was. Yeah. Like, just just, just joy, elation, fun, you know, like levity. You know, I think it's yes. a good way of putting it. Much different than Randy Orton last year at WrestleMania. It was disgusting. Was, again, not really his fault. It was what it was. But uh, yeah, that was uh, poopy. Mm-hmm. And now we get <clears throat> bum, 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 Bobby Lashley defeating Omos in six minutes, 34 seconds. And... The bum bum bum. Mm-hmm. It was only what, like three seconds, maybe. Well, it's it, was how, it was how we were flailing our arms, you know. Yeah. I think like at we the very just... beginning of at the very beginning of Bobby's <laughs> song, which I don't think it had that. I don't think it did either. When we were well, covering well, well, them well, last well, year. well, there was no like MVP or anything. Like he needed kind of like the big, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's just know, like that brief. Up. It's a few drum hits, and yeah, we were flailing our arms and just doing it. Turning the match and then all night, really, last night. Um, and what was much more of a low energy night for us last night, but that certainly had the laughs going. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier this match in and of itself was. <laughs> I'm not going to shit on it. It wasn't like awful, but uh, it was what it was. And you, I think yeah. you said earlier it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. Well, you know, like it, it went obviously how you thought it would. Like. You know, he kept yeah. he keeps coming in at Omas, and then Omas just keeps knocking him down. Look, I'm the bigger guy, you know, oh, and, uh, making he, a lot of giant well, noises. Well, well and, and like you know, for the camera work, it was like pretty awkward seeing like Lashley look so small compared yeah. to compared to him. Like you know, absolutely, cause, cause yeah. Normally he he's you know just as big as anybody, and uh, yeah, you know, like he got thrown around, and you know, but then you know he kind of you know had got the opening, and then. And then one, you know, like pretty yeah, he hit him with the suplex, which was like the first like big movie hit, which was impressive. Obviously, Omos is a huge guy, and then he hit him with the big spear. Um, so I'm pretty sure this was Omos's first loss because they'd kind of been building him up as like the giant. I thought he was gonna win just because he hadn't lost yet, but uh, I, I'm glad Bobby got the win and clearly he's in more of a babyface role now compared to when we were following him last year right and I mean it's not like Omas is what he is you know I mean I'm sure he's gonna get a little better and Vince always likes to have his big towering giant so he's gonna serve a purpose no doubt right uh but giving him a win there you know maybe could have meant a little more for him but hey sure. we're happy for the booby man and yeah. uh yeah 
bomb, 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 bomb. Oh, I'm glad he won just because of that. Like, if he had lost after that, yeah. like, you know, like, it wouldn't be as funny. You know, but yeah. but, but, but now it is as funny. So. And I like I said earlier, I don't know if anyone else thought it was funny other than us last night. It, and I kind of want to hear it again. Like, it was literally like three seconds probably. And then it goes right into the, you see the almighty graphic. And while I'm thinking about it, just take a quick interlude here. What do you think of the use of the the augmented reality, the AR? Because it was really in our face this year. I mean, I mean, honestly, like the same as last time, like about like sixty percent gross, forty percent effective. You know, <laughs> I'd say that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, why don't they just stick with like all the stuff they have going on with that big star? Which, um, wait, till, I, I found out why AJ Styles cut his face. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, he, like, yeah, yeah. slammed it on the set. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, on the star. It was because yeah, of the as star. as he's yeah. walking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sure that didn't feel good. No, like, he must have, like, made a hard turn and just conk, you know, yeah. just, like, right, right into the side of his face. But, uh, um, but no, like, I think the augmented reality stuff can just – well, and, like, I know, like, Burger and them were complaining a lot about, like, like a, a lot about how they would zoom out and they would just show shots of the crowd and, like, get away from the match. Yeah. You know, and I think like that's part of that whole ethos of like, you know, ah, oh, let's just like see what we can do. Like, look at this big arena that we have to show, show in. showing the spectacle of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's like kind of when it becomes overkill. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you need that because I really think you can focus on like what you have physically there versus like throwing CGI in her face. So. Yeah, some of it was good. Like when Naomi came out and it was like she had like there was like the glow stick part where it looked yeah. like a rave. Yeah. That was like maybe the best one I thought. Oh yeah, that but that was really also cool. all about the lighting. You know, yeah, it was all about the lighting sure. onto the crowd and what the crowd had versus yeah. you know like you know like having like with Riddle and 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 Randy Orton the birds. The no, they're snakes. Well, the, yeah. yeah, that was for Orton. Riddle has like those birds that fly out. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, the snakes were for Orton. But yeah, okay. it's it's hokey and it's probably more geared towards like kids, and I'm sure kids probably think it's awesome. Um, yeah. And again, it's like we said, it's a different product from AEW. That's for damn sure. Like, I wonder uh, if there's a kid who thinks it's like real, you know? What a stupid it's still kid. real to me, damn it. What a stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that kid. Okay, match number three, which I'll let you uh, kind of take the lead on this one since it's one of your favorites. Johnny Knoxville defeats Sammy Zayn in 14 minutes, 26 seconds. Go. I know. I, I thought this like kind of really embodied the jackass spirit really well because it just kept like, like, like the comedic beats for all the jackass comedic beats, you know, like despite like it being like in a wrestling ring, but like, you know, kind of like with the air horn whenever Sammy Zane would come up and he threw it in his face. And then <laughs> the, the air horn was great. Yeah. And then whenever he um, shot off, pulled the thing that shot off the sparkler or, or the, yeah, um, the out of the ring trip. post. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then the little mousetrap and then the giant mousetrap. Like, that, <laughs> the, you know, like I, I, it's a very like jackass thing to do. It had like all of their comedic beats to it. Um, I like how they, you know, respected it the, because they had the party boy guy come out, which like that yeah. was, we were talking about how that's like real early stuff. Like I remember people oh, yeah. in high school, you know, yep. and, and then uh, and then they had Wee Man, you know, yep. and uh, Wee Man that, was getting some big pops. He did get some. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I think they had like the right just sort of mixture of their stuff. And again, like it was it was all of the jackass comedic beats and Sami Zayn played along with it. You know, that was probably the most important part of it. You know, was that he, you know, really, really kind of sold it, you know, as, as a match, 
And uh, yep. yeah, I mean, that's why I thought it was largely successful because it played to that sensibility versus dragging Johnny Knoxville into like a more traditional match. You know, it Agreed. was like all like, you know, structured by their, their jokes and, and their, in their style. And yeah. Yeah. And like you mentioned, Sammy Zayn, yeah, he did a hell of a job keeping it together. And I want to shout out Kevin Owens as well for the same thing with Stone Cold, similar role. Like you're going to be the one bumping your ass off and taking all the damage here. And those two guys did a hell of a job keeping both those together. And remember they faced each other last WrestleMania and a kind of a pretty underwhelming feud. So I'm just happy for both of these guys who've both been with the company now for a long time that they both got very important spots and did an incredible job in both their roles. Um, but yeah, we I think when We Man came out, that's like when the crowd, I mean, the crowd was into it the whole time, but like We Man kind of ratcheted it up a bit. He kicked Zayn in the shin and body slammed him, which was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then didn't Zayn like punt like Zayn kicked him pretty hard to the ground, which was hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. you hit pretty much. You hit pretty much well, all well, of well, it. Well, there. well, Zayn kicked him hard to the ground, like right when he was behind the fucking like the kick to the nut shoe. But like also yeah. like the way it was shot was oh, yeah. jackass. Like whenever he got the the big giant hand to the face, which was in the newest movie, like, yeah. like the, the hand that like slight like you know that like. I'm sure everybody at WrestleMania saw that hand just sort of in its yes. taut, in its taut position. Yeah. But like, you know, like like from the couch, you know, in the camera. Yeah, for angle. us at home, we didn't see that. And that was yeah. like a yeah, good call, like a the kind of misdirection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought like like I said that that, you know, I mean Jackass is not a live show, you know, like that they, they, you know, really yeah. leaned into their uh, aesthetic and style to uh to great benefit, I think. Yeah, and Knoxville took that suplex through the table as well. Yeah. That was a pretty – that was definitely the biggest bump he took. I mean, he was obviously in control most of the match. Uh-huh. Uh, but he did a great job, and then Wee Man and Pontius both, you know, obviously people know who those guys are, and they did a great job in their roles. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I thought this was a ton of fun and uh, just a nice, uh, good comedy match. Uh yeah, with a uh, very big celebrities, I guess. Hey, yeah, for sure. Um, here, um, I'm gonna pause this. On. I just want to check on my chicken if it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So our next match is the women's tag team championship four way in which Naomi and Sasha Banks defeated Carmella and Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler in 10 minutes, 51 seconds. I was surprised to hear, but I think I did know this at one point, but had forgotten that this was Sasha Banks' first WrestleMania win. So I think that is why she was so emotional at the end, because like she's clearly won a lot of titles and been, you know, one of the most important and biggest women in the company. But yeah, I would surprised about that and she finally got her win uh so that is cool and exciting and i thought this match was good i mean it was kind of like the opening tag like it's chaotic and there's a lot of shit going on uh but they kept my attention and i think the crowd was definitely hottest for both the babyface team the winners who i mentioned and then also raya ripley and Liv morgan um they definitely had some good moments 
Um, but yeah, I mean, not not too much to say about the action. Like it was, it was pretty pretty dang good. I don't really remember no, too, no, too no, many of no, the no, details no, for the spectacle. I mean, when Sasha came out in that car, you know. The, oh like, yeah, they came out in the car on the the, the big stage. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, she's always got her big WrestleMania entrances. She came out with Snoop one year because he's like her legit cousin. Really. Um, but since she's the boss and that character, like, has always kind of had the big entrances yeah that was cool and then we had ripley and Liv morgan looking like cat women which uh yeah i was i was no no it don't look like no we talked about how it looks like mac from uh the 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 day man yeah yeah or the night man it's always it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah excuse me raya ripley definitely uh looking like that but the the ending move was pretty cool um was like there was just a cool double team move that like I think Carmella got like thrown in the air and then Sasha like caught her in the backstabber. Um, but yeah, yeah. Nice, nice match. Good, pretty good uh, weekend for the women. I mean, like we said, the, the Charlotte Ronda match, which we didn't see, didn't seem to get a ton of praise, but obviously Becca, Becca, Becky and Bianca. And then this match was also very solid. So uh, kudos to you. Yeah. Congratulations to him. Yes, congratulations, especially to Sasha Banks on her yeah. first WrestleMania win. Yeah, then we got to, yeah, then we got to see Ezekiel Elliott and Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys. Yippee. Cool. <laughs> and we go into Edge defeating AJ Styles in 24 minutes, 27 seconds. Uh, yeah, so let's just get into the AJ Styles, uh, what the hell happened to your face moment. But yeah, I'm guessing, did you see the video of him just like walking into it? Yeah, yeah, he walked right into it. And then yeah. like, but the, but the camera also stayed on that because I bet they were like, oh yeah, let's just show that he's hurt, you know. Yeah, like, and I mean, you know, in the moment, yeah. in the moment, nobody knew probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, we were all wondering about it because like the camera was on that side of his face that was actively bleeding. Yeah, you like know, you so. could tell it was a fresh wound. Yeah, for sure. Like, did he just get in a fight backstage? Like, yeah, what yeah. could have happened? So yeah. that and like he was like even rubbing the side of his face when he's walking out, like and like to do that and know you gotta go have a fucking 25 minute grueling match right yeah. after you bonk your head. Um, kudos to him. But Edge's entrance was awesome. Like the fire throne, the fire throne thing that came up. That was probably the most elaborate entrance, you know, or the most like in terms of preparation and, you know, like, you know, because like, you know, yeah, I remember like with the fire too, I'm like, oh man, is he going to cut his face and is he going to get burned? Like, is everyone just getting hurt in this match, you know? And then it was like this very like almost demonic, slow build entrance. And then the song. A little butt rock action. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the new Edge character and kind of where he's going. And uh, we saw at the finish of this match, let's just jump right ahead. He's going to have a, a new little faction brewing, it appears, as uh, Damian Priest uh, came out to just a mild distraction. Yeah, just at the, a... ve- at the very end. Sorry, yes. what were you going to say? Oh, yeah, <laughs> just, just a staring distraction, too. Yeah. You know, just, so, then... just, just a being there. And then Edge was able to hit the spear for the win. It reminded. It was a great spear too. He went off like the top rope and just like you know, it was like a true midair collision. Just hammered him. Yeah, I mentioned this last night, and probably not too many people out there will know, but 
the end with Priest reminded me a hell of a lot is New Japan 2015 invasion attack. It was Styles against um, Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. But this went the other way. Styles ended up getting the win because Kenny Omega, who was with Styles in the Bullet Club, obviously had so much history with Ibushi and they hadn't really interacted he, he like stepped up onto the apron as Abushi was climbing the ropes, but he didn't touch him or didn't do anything. He just mm-hmm. stepped up. Abushi kind of looked at him enough of a distraction for Styles to get him, and I think hit his finishing move like very quickly. So that was what I was thinking of with this. So I thought it was very cool because I could kind of have that callback. Um, the match itself, like I said, this was the one I was looking forward to the most, and I would say it delivered. Um, maybe wasn't quite as good as i was hoping for it to be but it was good very mm-hmm. good yeah um, yeah like like from a wrestling standpoint like I, like yes. out of all the matches like you know this is probably the one that like reminded me the most of like watching AEW, you know some sort of barn burner in there yeah know. this one and cody sep were definitely mm-hmm. the most like pro wrestling for lack of a better term to saying it that way uh this was a it was a slow start, which I think was, you know, again, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was they were building, it was logical, they were using psychology, selling, but I think they could have kind of kicked it up maybe a little quicker. Um, it kind of reminded me of Ed, I don't think you, you didn't see it, but Edge had a match with Roman one on one last year. Is it after was after, it after WrestleMania? It was after WrestleMania, like two months. That this reminded me of that, like pretty slow beginning, but like really good work um and with these two you knew it was going to be um but i guess was just looking for a tad more excitement i guess but Mm -hmm. uh again damn good match um for sure i would say definitely the best you know best match of night two from like a straight wrestling standpoint you know obvious i don't think there was really much that even came close to it like Mm -hmm. because obviously like you, the other two matches, you well, I guess the the opener I would say was very close to it in terms of straight wrestling. Like that was tight, the tag mm-hmm. match. But yeah, like you said, Knoxville, and then we're gonna get to it. Pat McAfee, like they really both kind of carried this night. But yeah, this was just your classic old school, just good ass wrestling match. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean I think this is the one that like you know in ring you know was the most like technically. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and it was, and it was still to me like, like very, you know, like it came at a really good spot. I think, you know, right in the middle, um, yep. to kind of like, you know, sort of like, like, like tornado your interest around it, and then sort of sling you off to more of the spectacle later to come. Great way of putting it there, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, good stuff. And I'll be curious. I keep saying this, like we watch the show every week, but to see. Where things go from here, I saw a rumor of Rhea Ripley potentially being part of this new faction with Edge, and just from like a look standpoint, yeah, would definitely fit that vibe, that aesthetic. That I mean, Damian Priest kind of was dressed like Rhea Ripley, yeah. And interestingly enough, there was a time last year where Rhea Ripley lost her bags or something, and she wore Damian Priest pants. So, oh, oh wow, crazy! <laughs> they've already got that. Uh, I saw Tommaso Ciampa as a potential name because it seems like he's finally for the first time coming up to the main roster mm-hmm. and i guess he's not going to quit because remember i mentioned that last year that he had said something forever ago that like he didn't even want to be on the main roster yeah. he wanted to stay in nxt but obviously it's all changed now so something to keep an eye on there and uh i'm sure styles you know i'm sure styles will kind of be embroiled in a feud with this faction i mean sure, he's yeah. got some beef with priest for sure um but yeah 
Then uh, we get to our piss break, unfortunately. Uh, our popcorn match, um, in which Ridge Holland and Sheamus with Butch defeat the New Day of King Woods and Kofi Kingston in a sterling one minute and 43 seconds. Yeah, this is pretty pretty forgettable. And the, the, the um, Sheamus crew looked pretty stupid in their overalls. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I, you know, this is kind of. Especially for New Day, because they're usually pretty fun. I guess with, like, you know, Big E being hurt, you know, that kind of casts a long shadow over yeah. what's going on there. It does stink that it was a two-minute match. It was supposed to be on night one, and it got cut for time. They moved it to night two, but it only got two minutes. Um, but I did – so the jackets that New Day were wearing, like, they were basically wearing Big E's gear, mm-hmm. obviously made for them. So that was re- a really cool touch. I was I brought this up last night. I was surprised they showed the replay of his injury. It's like we don't I I hadn't even seen oh, it. Oh, and they showed I, they showed him get carted off. Yeah, it was a yeah. Gross. yeah. I hadn't seen it. Not that I was like making a point not to see it, but I wasn't gonna go out of my way to see it. Oh yeah, because it's like um, a near catastrophic, you know. Yeah. yeah. So didn't agree with that. Uh, I feel really bad for Pete Dunn, but he's certainly making the most of the Butch character, like for what that character appears to be like, I think he did a good job, just like a wiry little yeah. fighting asshole. Yeah. But he just looks so dumb. And I just, we all well, know how he's, great he's, he's he is. That, that, that stupid hat. Yeah. Yeah. And suspenders. And yeah. They, yeah. They, I mean, yeah. yeah they, 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 they look like they're in, you know, like the worst version of arcade fire, you know, <laughs> like, like they're, they're, they're embarrassing. But, oh uh, man. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Uh, hopefully Pete Dunn can make the most of it. And then whether he ends up leaving or doing, but I don't know. He's so much better than that. And uh, I just feel bad for him. So then we get to your boy, Pat McAfee, defeating Austin Theory in nine minutes, 37 seconds. Take it away. Uh, You know, I, like I remember like when Austin Theory came out, we were all like, who's this asshole? You know, and like I kind of remember him slightly from it. And they had the video package yeah. so they can catch you up to speed. But uh, well, I remember he pretty quickly sold us on his heel uh, sort of behavior and, and oh, habits, yeah, and acting and, and all that. Um, you know, then McAfee comes out and Mac, like, you know, they really do a good job of, you know, making McAfee just like a lot less athletic. Like he was just sort of wearing like <laughs> what he wears on his podcast, except a little more glittery. Yes. And, uh, you know, he uh, like. I don't know, like he, you know, kind of they, they, they sort of undersold you on him. And then when he got into the match, like they over, you know, like he was able to like do some like pretty, pretty cool stuff that, you know, Absolutely. made a little, very practiced trained wrestler. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, McAfee kind of, you know, they, they gave him the, the wheel throughout the entire match, you know, outside of like the very obvious Austin Theory spots. Because Austin mm-hmm. Theory is a fucking used car salesman, you know. But um, yeah, he's great. And, and, and then there was a big cut back to like Vince's reaction. You know, Vince was sort of yes. sitting in, in, in constantly the showing Vince's face, which was a big geek for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like it had a lot going for it. I thought, yeah, you know, in terms of drama from those three different levels. Um, ultimately, McAfee gets that. Uh, gets that big win you know uh deservedly so but uh but yeah you know like everybody shined in the way that they were meant to shine in this match um you know may not have been the most bet the best the most bestest tech technically match but it was still pretty good yeah yeah but it was still pretty good you know like pat mack you know like um he can hang no doubt i I mentioned to you he had this match with adam cole 
like a year and a half ago that he, again, that was his first match. And I was like, Whoa, this guy's pretty damn good. Yeah. And I think in the video package, building it up, it said he's been training like for years, like yeah. since he retired or something. So mm-hmm. didn't know that. So clearly he's been working at this and yeah, he's awesome. Coming out to the seven nation army was oh, also, really cool. Also Michael Cole played a big role in this too. So it yeah. was another fourth sort of um, some bias commentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so they're, they're like, like I said, this in terms of production just had a lot going for it. And a lot that like just made you engage just in many from many different standpoints. And uh, yeah, and, I mean, and, 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 and I mean, and I mean, we're not even getting to the to the very end. And we'll get there. But and you mentioned Michael Cole, also Byron Saxton. The other announcer's role was kind of like you do realize the boss is sitting right here, right? And you're talking shit about his guy, so he kind of had to play that role as well of like. Yeah. Don't piss the boss off. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's multiple like you know layers of tension there. You know? And I was surprised it was an under ten minute match. Like it felt longer, not in a great way. Like it, there yeah. was like you said, just a lot going on the whole time. Well, well and then you also associate like like the post match stuff, like which yes. I mean, there was technically another match after that. You know, yeah, so like, yeah, which is kind of crazy, but uh, um, yeah. But yeah, but I like did not- love just his entrance with the Cowboys cheerleaders and just him kind of just bouncing the seven nation art like well, well, him, look- is- him looking starstruck and him like looking like, oh, man, this is my, you know, like he really like even if like that wasn't like the most seemingly, you know, like he at least sold it like it was, you know, and I think, I it, think was it was. I think, yeah, it was I watched the beginning of his show today and he's like, that was a dream come true. That was yeah. one of the best nights of my life. I probably drank 30 beers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's get to the post match. Um, match, which well, I do want to say, Matt, you brought, talked about it, but McAfee did some tight moves. He did a Hurricane Rana, and then the best thing was when he like he did like a backflip off the top, and then he jumped from the bottom or from just the ring to the top rope and hit that superplex. That was yeah. all very cool. So yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's good, and all, like you said, Austin Theory playing the great shit-eating heel yeah. has great facial reactions and just he, he great his... great selling just like you know he he like does like a sort of a floppy fish kind of thing yes he yeah. he's a big overseller which i'm a fan of and we'll get to that specifically with the stunner but yeah good good shit here and uh yeah they're like walking out or something and pat is pat kind of like taunting them as they're walking out yeah yeah he starts taunting vince and then like slowly vince starts to strip tease yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he starts taking off all his clothes, and then like he he, he kind of picks out like he does it, but then he actually does. And then he gets down yeah. to that tank top he had, which and, looked just like McAfee's. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, it, 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 and it was just you know, he he definitely looked you know like, like Vince definitely looked like he exercises, but he definitely looked a lot older, you know, like skin wise. You know, didn't Rich say he looked like an iguana, which was really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the skin not the the best feature but yeah he obviously he's fucking jacked and always has been like his shoulders are just enormous and you could just tell vince was fucking loving this too oh yeah he hadn't hadn't done something like this i think i saw as his first match match since 2012 he did something with cm punk Mm -hmm. similar thing i think where he was just the bad heel authority figure and punk was the big baby face i don't even remember what happened but Mm -hmm. Yeah, it uh, wasn't really much of a match. Oh, no, but... it, it was like, well, Vince, like, can't really take bumps because he's 70, what? 76, you know? I think. Oh, yeah, that, like, you'll hurt your hip doing that. You know, but he did clothesline him a couple of times because obviously McAfee was beaten down from the match. Uh, and then Austin Theory kept interfering. So 
Uh, but the the finish was hilarious, where he just fucking punted the ball into McAfee's gut, and that yeah. was it. <laughs> yeah, and that and that was how it happened because he kept like acting like he was going to punt it into the crowd, and then like yeah. you know, I mean that Vince had a pretty killing... small window of success that you know, like he could have punted it over him, and he he did it, you know. Yeah, Vince's facial expressions and kind of just faking out was all great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we were saying like, well, this kind of like ruined it a little bit because it was such a great moment and match for McAfee, and then this kind of sucked the air out of it. And then I think I'm like, well, Stone Cold's got to come out here, right? And then we're all yeah. like, yeah, that has to happen. And yeah. you know, again. I think this was a good way of making us wait, but they made us wait for it. And, uh, and it did it like, 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 again, another thing, like, you know, like a lesser version of this would have just, you know, not had it happen and they just would have milked it and they, you know, heels would have walked off stage and we would have moved on to the main event, but no, you know, we, we got to have our fun. Yep. This was, yeah, it was perfect. Um, and not, I mean, it's in the episode picture, but uh, McAfee being on the ground, still drinking the beer after getting stunned. Which stunned amazing... called, which he systematically stunned all three of them. It was very systematic. Yeah. And the Vince one, I mean, like, that was pretty, uh, like, I don't know who fucked that one up, but somebody did. Vince. Kind of like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I think he was pretty nervous about taking that, you know. He, he just crumbled like a sack of bricks. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, well, then he, like, flopped out of the ring you know onto yeah. the uh, yeah onto that soft mat or that softish mat there you and know austin theory with one of the best stunner cells ever oh lord he like it was like he, he popped, jumped like, like, like 10 feet in the air it was like he was popcorn you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well that reminded me of scott hall there was a very famous scott hall sold stunner where he like jumped up pretty high yeah uh, but this was obviously to the extreme but uh yeah, just incredibly fun stuff there, and a, a great way to you know get the ca- get the crowd back after they did the Vince thing because you knew they weren't just gonna leave like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, swing our way into the main event and wrap this bad boy up. The biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Was Can it? you believe it? And yes. in said match, Roman Reigns. The tribal chief defeats Brock Lesnar in 12 minutes, 17 seconds. Yeah, now, I do want to say, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, uh, did you say that uh, that he got hurt at the end? Is that what you're going to talk about? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I saw a picture on Twitter of his injury. It looked really bad. Yeah, so yeah, we were kind of shitting on this match last night. Um, really, even before the injury, to me, what I didn't like is this felt so much like all the shit they've done in all their previous matches. And they were giving this the hype and the build of being the biggest match of all time, which they love to do, but it just, the crowd was into it, but it, the match itself just didn't feel like it. Like there was no, yes, there was some intensity, but I don't know. I compare it to, I know, I know you didn't see it, but FTR and the Briscoes on Friday yeah. at our ring of honor, Supercard of honor, it was just intense from the moment go and you could just feel it. And it was just incredible. And maybe my match of the year, but it's like with a match this big and it's their third WrestleMania main event, not just match third WrestleMania main event. You'd think they'd uh, figure out a way to really uh, ratchet it up for it, but it just didn't get there to me. And it just felt like the same old shit that they've been doing for years. Well, especially coming after what we saw before that, like, you know, that was a yeah. very tough act to follow in terms of like engagement and entertainment. And it's sure. it, 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 I'm close. 
Yeah, and like, it was like, just, like, like, like it was a coda. I think I saw that. someone on Twitter tweeted like, "I took note of all the wrestling moves that happened in this match, and there was like four that each guy. It was like suplex, knockdown, punch. <laughs> you know, like Spear. it was just so, yeah, exactly. Like, it was just very basic. Mm-hmm. Again, I just didn't. I wanted to like it. Even like you guys were all saying that like Dan and stays like, yeah, I mean, I don't like Roman, blah, blah, blah. Lesnar sucks. I'm like, well, they're really making an effort here to like try and make this a big deal. Cause they each have a title. Lesnar's character, both of their character work had never been better. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I'm not watching every week, but I see enough. Uh, Lesnar's having fun. He's a baby face. Like he's actually talking for himself. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like this was going to be something epic or at least close to it. Yeah. Paul Heyman like certainly came to Heyman play. was the star of the show. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Like, Heyman was Deacon. He's like, no, I love you. I love you. And fucking yeah. Lesnar was coming after him. That was great. Well, well, he's the one person who had, like, some pep to it. And, like, when did Roman get hurt? Was it during that, like, arm bar or whatever it was? Or that, like, hold, like... The Kimura? Yeah, I don't know if it had happened during that or right before it. But, yeah, I mean, that's it did just feel so abrupt, the ending. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you got to think they had more time in them. Because yeah. like a 12-minute main event for the biggest match of all time. I wouldn't have think it was going to go 20, but 17. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to rip on it too much because, again, it does appear that they ended it early. But even before that, like, it just wasn't working for me. And, I mean, I don't think it really worked for too, too many people, at least sure. given how much it was built up. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Heyman was by far the most entertaining part the whole time. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Roman's reign continues. You got anything else to say about it? Um, I hope it doesn't rain on his parade anytime soon. You know, <laughs> certainly he's he actually certainly seems like he actually seemed when he came out like kind of like tight and miserable. You know, <laughs> like you know, like like he is he's, he's just kind of just a very dour just kind of person. Like yeah. you know, like like there's no real levity to this guy. And like I don't know, like he 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 like. I get like why everyone thinks he's like, you know, looks the part and all that, but, but, you know, he can be like the table brother compared to the (laughs) AEW champions that have like Moxley and Kenny Omega and, and, and hangman, like he's just very like dour and stale and and just a little boring, you know, just the character to me. I was loving and again from watching afar. I was loving the early days of the tribal chief because it's like we'd all wanted Reigns to turn heel. And he finally did it. And he was really good. And the promos were good. And the matches were pretty good. But now it's been, what, 580 days, however long. And at least what I have been seeing and the matches I've been seeing and whatnot, I agree. It is getting a little stale. They've built it up to be so big. And he's had, what, the fourth, fifth largest reign of the modern era, which we were geeking out at Michael Cole. Listen to these names. Pedro Morales. Yeah, uh, Bob Backlund. <laughs> people none of us you knew, guys so. are like who the fuck i'm like yeah i know them but yeah, yeah, the whole these names. We knew, yeah and the first one was pedro morales it's like at least make it hulk hogan if you're gonna do that. like oh man that was really funny yeah. um but yeah it is it is a shame that it ended on a bit of a sour note like again these were two great like very very entertaining good shows no Mm -hmm. doubt about it Mm -hmm. we were all shocked at how good it was 
does leave a bit of a bad taste in your mouth with how this main event went. And again, the match could have been better had they had five, six, like they clearly were going to be going to another gear. Right. So it is what it is. Who's going to beat Roman? I don't know. Um, But uh, any thoughts to wrap it up here? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> are we going to put it in a bag or are we going to gift wrap it? You know, I guess that's the question. I'd say gift gift wrap. All right. Good deal. You got tape. I got scissors. Cut, cut, tape, tape. Cut. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. See you later.